Cambridge Breakfast with Mr and Mrs Clark's Gallery. Contemporary art in Cambridge from Hockney, Hurst and Warhol. Cambridge 105 Radio. Legendary Cambridge DJ Maxwell Reese has died at the age of 69. His family say he passed away peacefully in his sleep on Monday evening. Max was a resident DJ at the Howard Mallet Club in the 1970s and also DJed at Hobson's Bar in the 80s and Frame Snooker Club in the 90s. One of those who was DJing with him was our own Chris Brown, who joins us now. Good morning to you, Chris. Good morning, Julian. How are you doing? Uh, very well, thank you. Thanks very much for for, for coming on. Uh, how did you first get to meet Max? Well, I was about 13. Well, there's so many stories I can tell. I was about 13, playing my soul music at 13 at school, of my friends, and I was very lucky that Max was a keen darts player and played in a darts team at the Cambridge University Press, which is where I lived. And so I could uh, spend time with him at the social club, and even on the, the sort of jolly uh, coach trips to the coast, I'd sit next to him and sort of pick his brains, and he kind of took me under his wing. And I would use his name, I'd drop it in my conversations as a 13 or 14-year-old around the school playground, I'd drop the name Max Reach, and it gave all my stories... Uh, immense credibility and and that's something that still stands today when you talk about the Cambridge soul scene. Uh, the Northern soul scene and the soul scene in Cambridge, particularly the 1970s, but was something else I'm told. It was amazing because I mean I just started work at the Cambridge University Press and that was in the days when you get a wage packet to go out with on a Friday night and uh, yes we go and see Max Reese play at the uh, Howard Mallet Club alongside our very own Tony Della of course uh, Tony was playing in the main room, uh, Northern Soul, and Max then had taken funk music, like uh, you know the spin-off from the Northern Soul. He'd taken the funk music into the back room, and him and a DJ called Roger Stern had played this funky music. And, uh, yeah, we go there, and we think we were so cool going to the Howard Mallet. I mean, it was a legendary club, not just in Cambridge. It's a national, nationally known club. It feels very strange that Howard Mallet, for those who don't know, it's now part of the uh, Cambridge Cambridge Arts uh, uh, complex, I guess. It's right at right at the bottom of uh, of, of Sturton Street. Um, and what what happened after what happened after the the, the Mallet closed? Presumably, Max went on to, to to DJ in other places. Well, what happened? I mean, this guy. I mean, he had his record shop. Let's He had his, he started from Birmingham. And he had his record shop when he came to Cambridge in Jay's Records, uh, which was in Fitzroy Street and Burley Street. And he'd have the, the first floor. And we'd all pile up there on a Saturday morning to buy our latest dance imported uh, music. And sometimes on a Saturday morning, it turned into a mini gig with people, you know, with people dancing. And by the Halve Mallet days, I was DJing myself in quite credible places. And after the Halve Mallet, we done so, I must have done a thousand gigs with him. And we'd done places like the Hobson's Bar on Regent Street in the late 80s. Well, when we'd done that, we'd have every Sunday that went on for about six years and people would be spilling out onto the street. And I posted on something on social media a couple of weeks ago about Hobson's and all these people say, oh, that was the first gig I went to. What a soul gig that was. It was like a meeting place uh, for soul music. And there was a gig called Connoisseurs that happened at the Globe Pub on Newmarket Road, which is no longer there. And uh, for instance, Max and I were residents there and... Uh, we'll put it this way, Pete Tong, the DJ Pete Tong, come and DJ there alongside us once and charged £75. So those times have changed a lot. Wow, 70, £75 in sort of 80s, 90s. Oh, my goodness. That's... Um, That's mid-80s. Mid-80s yeah, 80s, wow. <laughs> <laughs> 
You wouldn't give that now, do you? I don't even get 70 quid for doing this thing. <laughs> well, I don't get anything, actually. Um, another, another gig that I would like to mention was the Frame Snooker Club, which evolved in about 1990. That really was a real soul connoisseur's hideout, and we had international DJs come and uh, DJ at that. Sort of nas- on a nas- sorry, national DJs come and DJ at that. And uh, that was another very significant gig in Cambridge. I mean, Cambridge has always had this brilliant soul scene and for a lot of the time it's been underground but every time every now and then it bubbles out into a more commercial market but no max reese max reese was the centerpiece such a major piece i mean me personally he shaped my social circle when i was sort of 13 14 years old also shaped my record collection as long as 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 well as hundreds of cambridge djs and in a way he really really mapped out the path in my life as today I'm in, I'm intrigued very much by his involvement in in the record stores because this was a time when I guess you know radio was just a few stations and there was obviously no no internet so I'm I'm guessing it was the music press that got people into the shops because they knew that a release from a particular artist was on the way or perhaps they'd heard it played in the Howard Mallet and I don't know are we talking to these sort of like listening booths where people would uh, would be able to listen listen to a, a record before they bought it he didn't have listening booths as such you just go there and he'd open it was so exciting he'd open these boxes of imported records that often come from America and they were new on the turntable on the Saturday morning. And if, and if you was if you wanted to be ahead as a DJ, you'd go into Maxi's shop and you'd buy that record and you'd be the first to play it out, you know, that night. And there was no internet, as you say. And so Max would put his record stalls in various soul music weekenders. I'd take him and I had an old van, transit van, and I'd take him and his records along with about 10 of our friends because there was no seatbelt laws. And we'd go around to these soul weekenders on the East Anglian coast and further afield. And so Max really punted himself out I mean, he's such a humble, really lovely guy. And everybody wanted to be his friend because he was such a credible, cool person to know. And he founded Hot Numbers, I think, as well. Not the coffee shop, but uh, there was a a record store. And I I think if you go up Kingston Street, you see this mural on the wall just just in, which relates to uh, the the soul scene and and Hot Numbers as a record store. Yes, I remember him uh, purchasing uh, Hot Numbers. He purchased the whole unit went halves with a guy called alan marshall and alan had the flat and he had the shop bit at the bottom max did and it had a cellar and uh, yes he called it hot numbers and if you knew max unless he had somebody um <laughs> he wouldn't mind me saying this unless unless you, he had somebody sort of smartening his shop up there were stacks of records everywhere and it was such a treat to go in there and get a cup of coffee and just wade through all this vinyl and i personally had a wants list of hard to get hold of records and max would go to america uh, once a year or every other year, and I'd give him this wants list, and he'd go all around America just buying records to bring back, and uh, and he'd destroy my wants list. He'd come, on the day he came back, I'd go around his house. He lived in Cherry Hinton then. I'd go around his house, and he'd say, I've got that one for you, got that one for you, and some of these records that he got me for like the equivalent of $5 back then, now are sort of £300 pieces of vinyl, so he'd done me big favours there. Ah, wonderful. And was it how you know? I, I saw. I've been looking, flicking through social media, but but really over, I don't know, over over several years, his, his name would still appear on, on the lineup. So presumably he was he was still DJing until fairly recently. Well, you know, it's very sad because in August uh, we managed to talk him because he he wasn't in good health, and we managed to talk him into doing a little uh, soul gig in a pub we we done in Streatham at the Red Lion, and he came and done it. 
and it just coincided with his birthday that weekend. And it was, and that was the little did we know that was the last gig he was to do. And uh, it was a very emotional looking back on that because I got everybody in the pub to sing happy birthday to him as well. And, and everywhere he went, he had friends and followers. You know, and it's only in hindsight now you realise just how massive the guy was on the soul scene. Yeah, well, some, some lovely memories there of Max. Thank you so much, Chris, for coming on to Cambridge 105 Radio this morning and sharing them with us. Uh, what were your plans for Christmas before I let you go? Well, you know what? I, I've said this about 10 years ago. I'm not going to do so many gigs for Christmas, and it's nice to spend time with family. I mean, I do them all year, and I love it so much, but this is a hobby, not a job. And so at Christmas, it's, it's just nice to take... You know, to, I mean, I, this Friday, I am DJing at the Hidden Rooms in Jesus Lane, and I do know... I mean, that's a sold-out gig. That's the last gig I'm doing this year, so I'm looking, I'm looking forward to that. One quick thing on Max that I was told yesterday, that when he used to get, travel up from Cambridge to Wigan Casino, which, of course, was the big Northern Soul uh, gig sort of worldwide, he was such a big fan of Manchester United, he'd, he'd coincide, he'd, he'd tie that up with a trip to see Manchester United play as well. Brilliant. <laughs> some, some, some excellent memories there. Chris, thanks again. And, um, well, Merry Christmas. And I'll uh, no doubt see you in the new year. Thanks very much. My absolute pleasure. Thank you so much, Julian. So, Chris Brown, uh, who, of course, you can hear on Saturday night here on Cambridge 105 Radio at six o'clock, uh, talking about uh, some memories of. Uh, his friend, the legendary Cambridge Northern Soul, the Cambridge Soul DJ, uh, Maxwell Rees, who's uh, died at the age of 69. It's at 19 after nine now. Cambridge Breakfast with Mr and Mrs Clark's Gallery. Contemporary art in Cambridge from Kusama, Emin and Riley. Cambridge 105 Radio.